You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The audits of provincial and national departments, as well as the legislatures, um, for for the year ended March 30, the 31st of March 2023. Those audits have been completed. The individual reports have been tabled together with the annual reports of the re- respective auditees, and they've already been the subject of oversight engagements within Parliament, but also within the provincial legislatures. Um, what we've done is consolidate the results, to analyse them and to compile this report that we are tabling today to get to the overall audit outcomes. Um, we are reporting on a total of 418 auditees uh, of the audits that we completed. Uh, the PFMA cycle includes other smaller auditees which we do not include in this analysis. Let's start with the good news first. The number of clean audits has increased quite significantly, and I think that's quite important. If you're looking at uh, a PFMA cycle that looks after an expenditure budget of 3.1 trillion rand together, it's useful to see at least 35% of these auditees achieving the clean audit status. Commendable that 110 of them have been able to sustain clean audits over the past year, so they've got a repeat clean audit. At least 53 of them have had a clean audit over the last four years. The next category is the number of unqualified opinions with findings. These are auditees where their financial statements have been confirmed to be credible, uh, but they do have a problem either on performance information and or compliance. Well, uh, the Auditor General further elaborates on the number of audits that remain incomplete as well as delays due to financials being submitted late. We set out, um, and quite deliberately, an analysis of the audits that are outstanding. Um, It could look like a busy slide, but all it is is just to indicate to the Honourable Members a couple of messages. The first is that, as at the cut-off date for our analysis, which is the 30th of September, there were a number of audits that remained uncompleted. Um, and there are different reasons for that. Some, some of the reasons are that um, there's a delay in the audit process, um, such as the local government seat. Some of them relate to disputes, technical disputes on audit matters, such as the Department of Health in Limpopo, if you look at the railway safety regulator, a similar issue. So there are those um, anomalies in the audit processes, and we do consider it important for us to give space to finish these issues, uh, close out on the technical disputes, and also give every auditee the best chance of finalizing their audit properly. So those are not quite the problem. Um, there are some auditees that we were able to finish their audits in the in the meantime. So out of the 31 that were outstanding, we were able to finish nine auditees, and that's on the right-hand side of your slide, and you'll see the outcomes there. Some of them were unqualified at the time that we finished their audits. Some of them were qualified, and others were disclaimed with, aud- with disclaimed uh, audit opinions. So we were able to finish those audits. There are instances where financials are submitted late. And here I would like to highlight um, the, that middle block where you'll see Alex Core. For the last two years, they, they submit their financials late. You'll see Brasa. For the last three years, they submit their financials late. 
and then Taleto uh, Tibet College submit their financials late over the last five years. The law is very clear on the need for accounting officers and accounting authorities to submit their financials on time. And just as it is clear for the AG to complete its audits on time, so that those audits and their audit reports can end up in the legislatures and in the parliamentary system so that they can be scrutinized and, and uh, accountability processes take place. So when there is lateness on a repeated basis, it starts to compromise transparency and accountability in a way that should worry us all. And if you look at an entity such as Prasa, with the significant budget and the significant impact of its operations on the lived experiences of South Africans, it's crucial that it does get into the oversight mechanisms for proper engagement for accountability reasons. And that was the Auditor General Sakani Maluleke briefing the Standing Committee on the AG on the audit outcomes of national and provincial governments for the 2022-2023 financial year. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.